0: I want the most out of this. One is to raise awareness and two to hopefully encourage institutions such as BYU and others to start really putting in those efforts and the funds to educate the general student body.
1: You know what eat?
2: Clap it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, What's up, everybody? My name's Hero. The Identity Booth. Ah, it goes without saying, you know. Fall season's coming up. All my favorite sports go down in the fall: wrestling, volleyball, football. The list goes on. Little preseason basketball. It's it's, it's a great time. Outdoor, indoor season for track. Fucking phenomenal. So it doesn't phase me as a person, as an athlete. You know that the crowd can be loud, they can be, dare I say, disrespectful, they can be um, belligerent, but something a crowd should never be is racist. But apparently at the BYU versus Duke volleyball game, uh, somebody in the stands didn't feel the need to compose himself in a a structural manner. And we're going to talk about this, but let's just get the story.
1: Volleyball player demanding answers this morning, saying she was the target of racist taunts during a match in Utah. This morning, she is telling her story, and Janae Norman is here with more on this. Good morning, Janae. Hey guys, good morning. So, listen, Duke classes started yesterday at Duke. So, when I spoke with Rachel Richardson last night, she said she'd shoved the experience in the back of her mind and was focused on school and volleyball. She is a student athlete, but realizes that when people see her, she's a black woman first. And she's hoping the racism she endured in the, on the court can be a teaching moment for folks off the court court.
0: Richardson again. Fires that one. New fallout this morning from the volleyball oh, court. Well, At first, it was kind of like a, did I hear that right? Like, I didn't really believe it. Duke sophomore Rachel Richardson says she and her black teammates were targeted with racial slurs and she threats during their up. game Damn. against rival BYU over the weekend. The next time I went back to serve, I was like, OK, yep, I definitely heard that right. I immediately just told one of my like most trusted teammates and I was like, I just heard someone use a racial slur like to address me, essentially. Richardson taking to Twitter, saying the heckling lasted for the entire match. And when it turned to threats, they began to feel unsafe. She says both the officials and BYU coaching staff were made aware of the incident during the game, but failed to take the necessary steps to stop the unacceptable behavior
2: and create a. And this right here, before we move any further, there needs to be there needs to be consequences well on par with this how how far dare i say take it to the max if a rival if the opposing school ever raises to a register and it can be proven or the person can be a ad- can be identified or if it's deemed that it's the whole entire establishment immediately the game's over and the opposing team the opposing team loses, they receive a fine up to upwards of $100,000, and they lose home field advantage for all major events. They can no longer have... They lose all home games from that point on. Wow, that's a lot. Shut the fuck up. It's 2022. Don't mind got time for this bullshit. It's bad enough that the student athletes that are getting paid now play football... Athletes like her probably aren't getting paid, even though she's a D1 athlete at a major university and she has to put up with this nonsense. These schools need to be they make too much goddamn money. You want to know how I know? Because all these kids are in debt for student loans. That money went to these schools and now these schools are being allowed to parade themselves like this. I'm going to be talking about another another prestigious school who don't know how to keep their mouth shut either. But maybe we jumped the gun too soon here, right? Maybe we jumped the gun too soon here because the punishment, the uh, fitting punishment was for the match. And, and this is a drop ball on the, Duke, on the Duke coaching staff. This is a drop ball on the BYU coaching staff. More importantly, the Duke staff. Be, behoove it to the players to have the nuance or the mindset to do this. But the moment one of their teammates no longer feels safe to perform at their athletic best, the match is over. All the players should have walked off, and they should have been awarded the victory. Racism doesn't get they, they, there's, we don't we don't negotiate with terrorists, and we don't negotiate with racists either. We'll slap one in you hoes. And like I said, they should lose the game, and they should have a fine, and no longer have the ability to have home games. But there is a little bit of pushback, right? From Fox News. No evidence. No evidence of banned BYU fan using racist slurred. Um racist slur. At volleyball game. They're gonna play an ad, I bet and I'm gonna block that shit.
1: Our content sharing partners at the Salt Lake Tribune report that campus police at BYU say surveillance footage of the crowd at a volleyball game may indicate the wrong person was banned from future games. Ath- Associate Athletic Director John McBride says in a statement that the person who was banned after Friday's game was the person identified by Duke. But campus police say while watching surveillance footage of that individual, they, quote, did not observe his that behavior from him. This also comes as the Duke volleyball player who is targeted by that heckling says that in, they say included racial slurs spoke with ESPN about the experience. She says she is ready to move forward.
0: I want the most out of this one is to raise awareness and two to hopefully encourage institutions such as BYU and others to start really putting in those efforts and the funds to educate the general student body I don't want to group BYU altogether in a negative light so I do. I've just seen it as an opportunity to raise awareness for the fact that racist incidents such as these they still are happening
1: BYU is now asking for any fans at that game Friday to share video and their accounts of the game to help them investigate.
2: So, they're not saying. I, I was under impression the world is united. Uh, I was under the impression they were believing that the that the player, the the person. That they caught was the right person, but it looks like the person they caught wasn't the right person, which is important to do. We, we need to make sure we get the right person. We don't want to ruin someone's life uh, mistakenly. And good on the campus police for doing their due diligence to try and find this person. But, you know, <laughs> it goes without saying, this can't be accepted. And I'm interested to see the, the results and the fallout of this. I do think there needs to be stiffer punishments that come from NCAA. Our students need to be protected at all costs. They are the future. Treat them well and watch them lead the way. Oh wait, actually no, not next topic. This story does bring back memories of a video I did back in the day. Um, it was it's in reference to this dude. This stud of a beast from New Jersey in high school, he was, he was required to cut his dreadlocks because of this fucking ref believing that his his dreads were giving him an advantage over the opponent. And in that situation, instead of them to instead of the coach to pull him off the mat and say, No, we're not cutting his hair. Fuck that. Fuck this match. They cut his hair. And there was this point in the video where the kid, the the person cutting his hair seemed confused at what to do. Like, I don't know how to cut his hair. It was so awkward. It's so weird. This dude was banned. I hope he sued the school. But it just brought me back to this. This was in 2018. Uh, There's a lot of growing up this country needs to do. And a big part of growing up is owning its mistakes in the first place. Sexual chocolate, next topic.